Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Hey, it's Danny J. And it's Jill Coleman. And we are fresh off an episode we recorded that unfortunately did not get fully recorded. So we're going to shelve that content and we're going to try new content. Just when we're getting cocky about getting <laughs> I knew it. Never get too big for your britches. You know what? Back to we don't know what the fuck we're doing, obviously. All right, we don't. So if you're new here, welcome to the podcast that we figure it out every single time we hit record. We're glad you're here because this is going to be a good episode though. I know this is going to be a great episode. So um, this was an idea that Danny had, but we know that a lot of you guys, you know, kind of maybe struggle with this. We wanted to talk about the idea of needing affirmation or needing approval from other people, whether that's close family and friends, whether that's the internet, whether that is strangers um, and how to reconcile, I think the very human nature of wanting affirmation on some level, especially from the people closest to you, but also not changing potentially who you are or what you want to do because you need affirmation so badly. Yeah, I think seeking approval really stems from childhood. I think as children, we're constantly seeking approval from our parents, from our caregivers, whoever's there. We're trying to make them happy or proud of us. And then I think that some of us continue. And you know, it's so funny. There's so many things about psychology. You know, they are these memes about going to a counselor and they're like, tell me about your childhood. And we're always like, unconsciously potentially still seeking approval from men because we didn't get it from our dad or we're unconsciously seeking approval from women because we didn't get it from our mom. And so I think this is a great topic, especially in the world of social media when it seems like a lot of people really are trying to get attention or it feels like they're trying to get attention and seek approval from others. And while I don't think it's inherently a negative thing, I think it can be where it can really rule your life where you're literally doing things just to try to get the attention of someone else. You're posting things or you're agreeing with things just to get that attention and suddenly your life is actually revolved around other people approving you or um, giving you attention or giving you praise. And if you base your self-esteem or your life on other people's approval, that is a rocky ass ship to base anything on. And so I think it's important to talk about this. Yeah, no, it is. I remember um, I read a book by, you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Byron Katie's work. And really like for me, one of the, like my go-to person for personal development. And she wrote a book called, I Need Your Love. Is it true? Um, And it was all about detaching from it was such a good book. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I thought you were going to tell me that the recording stopped. I was nope. about to fucking freak out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the, um, the book was all about, you know, like not changing yourself for another person and, and things like that. And I was like really on board with that. And I actually had a conversation with my brother, Danny, who he's been a guest on the podcast. You guys know we're really close and him and Danny are as well. Um, but he was like, well, also we are in a world where it is important to, you know, have interpersonal relationships and it can't just always be about your agenda all the time, especially if you're in a relationship, you're in a workplace, you have friendships, right? So it can't just be like, this is who I am, like it or not, right? So I think there is a fine line between 
changing yourself and censoring and editing um, and placating to be somebody else so that you will be approved of, of affirmed of. I think sometimes we think like we need to do all these different things so that we'll get a, that we'll get praise, but also not being like, hey, I'm just my own person and like, fuck you. Because then again, we like need to have relationships and we need to have conversations and we need to be able to understand people's point of view. So uh, that kind of helped me see that I think affirmation is normal. Okay. So it is normal. I feel like seeking approval can be normal, but I think when it becomes an issue, like when do we know it's an issue? I think when we're doing things like we are changing our position because someone, you know, disagrees and we're constantly just agreeing with them, even though maybe inherently we really disagree and we constantly just change our mind or like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, Or we are doing things like paying compliments to someone else to try to get their approval or that, you know, trying to get some kind of Uh, something back from them. When we're really like changing who we are as a person, um, I think that is when it starts to become like a problem. If you feel like your whole life is based on someone else's opinion of you, then it's it's a rocky road to like really place your like self-esteem on. And so I think it can be um, I think it is normal. I think we do tend to look for approval of, you know, certain authority figures or even our parents still, even as adults, we tend to do that. But when it is starting to change who you are or you're maybe even following along with someone, you're like, I don't even know why. I don't even believe this, but somehow I'm in this situation because I'm constantly just trying to appease this person or make them think better of me. You got to step back and go, wait a second. Why? Why am I looking for this person in particular to like me or want me or be my friend. How do you know if you're just going along with something to be, to placate or to be a people pleaser? Like, do you have to know yourself to a certain degree? I think you do. I think you have to have some level of self-awareness. Or do you even get like a visceral feeling? Like I get a visceral feeling when I'm, when I like say something or I like agree with something that I'm like, actually, that's not my truth. Why am I doing that? I catch myself all the time being like, wow, I must just want like this person to like me or I want to just like go with along with the crowd or I want, you know, to portray some image that is just not true for me. Yeah. And it feels gross. I think that you, you have to have a level of self-awareness, but ultimately I think you do start to have like a, an icky feeling or just like (laughs) you say something and then like right in almost in the instant, you're just like, wait, what, why did I say that? Or why did I agree with that? I think oftentimes we, um, I think oftentimes we want, um, we'll do things out of obligation. Mm-hmm. We'll do things out of guilt. We will do things out of fear of what someone might think of us. So I work with a lot of women who are, and, and you know, we have a lot of listeners that are moms. I think oftentimes we do a lot for other people that potentially we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. We do things out of guilt or out of, uh, you know, f- fear of what people will think of us. And we end up resentful. Yeah. Don't we? Like at the end of the day, we end up resentful because we're like, this is not how I want to fucking be spending my time. <laughs> I was going to say. Why am I doing this? Yeah. I was going to say that's one of the feelings I think. I tend to get or people tend to get is like a feeling of resentment and it's not even resentment towards someone. It's usually resentment towards yourself. Well, first it's against them. You're like, don't they know that I don't want to fucking spend my time doing this? But then it's like, wait, they just asked me, you know, and I have to trust that. Or doing things that don't feel good in your own integrity. Like gossip is a great example of like approval seeking behavior. Cause I've caught myself where I'm just like, I don't want to gossip. I don't want to talk about somebody, but then I'm with a group of people and they're talking about someone else. And then I, you join in and, yeah, you're, and you're like, here's a piece of dirt. Yeah. Like, and you're just like to be oh, on the level. Why did I do that? But like you wanted to participate cause you're like, I want to be in this conversation. And suddenly you're like, you leave and you walk away from that engagement going, why did I freaking do that or say that? And you feel icky about it. And so I, I do think it's, 
it's super normal, but it is one of those things where if you find yourself doing that a lot and you constantly are walking away from um, engagements with other people and conversations with other people feeling like, oh, like you want to hit yourself on the head. Like, why did I do that? So I'm to step back and go, okay, I need to maybe work on this, like work on my boundaries and work on work um, on what I really believe, maybe mm -hmm, even, mm -hmm. you know, you mean your own convictions. Yeah. And, you know, you had mentioned this earlier, but oftentimes like it can be our parents. But oftentimes if you think about it, there's like this one person. So we work a lot of times with online entrepreneurs and like personal brand people. And they have like this one random person in their life that they're so scared to see their posts or something like that, yes. right? They're transitioning. And I asked on a Periscope back in the day, you know, who was the person that you felt like you wanted to impress or you wanted to make sure or control how they saw you? Um, and it was random people. It was like this other trainer at my gym yeah. or my cousin or my grandma. And it's not that these people aren't relevant to your life. It's just, but it's oftentimes it is that random person that like at the end of the day, first of all, they're not going to be your customer. Second of all, rip the bandaid off and like let the chips fall. It's like that one time. And, and we always assume that they're going to think poorly of us, yep. but really it's just like, I mean, I always tell my girls, they're like, well, I don't, you know, I cuss in real life, but I don't want to cuss online. I'm like, that's to totally fine. That's your decision. But at the same time, cause they're like, well, my grandma's going to see it. I'm like, <laughs> grandma needs to know that you fucking cuss and you're a grown-ass woman like you know at some point like we have to kind of start to show these people in our lives and I had on you know we took notes before this dude your authenticity and I hate that word so cliche but like showing up who you are and letting the chips fall is a service to the people around you in fact you hiding who you are because you're trying to get affirmation is actual manipulation. Yes. It's manipulation of the other people. So if you are hiding and censoring and editing and you're not being truthful, you're doing the people around you a huge disservice and that's fucking manipulation. So it's like, cool, I, I have an obligation to not agree, but an obligation to show the people in my life who I say I love who I am exactly. And in order to show them, you need to know who you are. Yep. I, that's a big piece is just really, um, I remember growing up in like Sunday school and hearing this, this always stuck with me and it said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm. And I think when it comes to seeking approval and behavior, sometimes we, we don't have our own convictions or own beliefs that are really strong. And so we're just going along. I think a lot of times approval comes to going along with, with what other people are doing. Um, it and it can also be like really trying hard to make achievements. So like we get the gold star, we get straight A's and we get, you know, we get, we get the Rand Rover. Like, yeah. We get all those, we get those praise. So people will look at us and admire us or like give us a pat on the back that we're doing something right. But it's ultimately is like, what's your personal, is this actually personal fulfillment for you or are you doing it just to get this these these accolades from other people mm -hmm. and ultimately if you want like true I think happiness in life you have to do things that you are doing for your own personal enjoyment for your own satisfaction because it is never going to be enough having someone else tell you good job or you're the best because you can't hear it enough. I think it becomes an addiction yep. and I do p think people become addicted to that where they constantly need it they're constantly going after that because without it because they don't stand for anything without it they are nothing right and so I think this is a big piece of really doing work on yourself and knowing yourself and going who am I without the approval of other people if I was never to get um, the accolades or yeah. the status symbols. If I was never to get those things, if, I, if my mom never said she's proud of me, could I be proud of me? 
And Gosh, so good. And it's it's really like looking at yourself and going, what would really make me feel good if nobody else patted me on the back for it? And if they do, it's like it's it's like a cherry on top versus that is the the goal, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that about, you know, never getting the approval of your parents. Would you be okay? Is one of the questions I ask a lot of my clients is because they still do have something where they have someone in their life like that, like a parent who they want to just just really love on them and love their decisions, support them. And I always ask, like, what would you would you be okay if you never got that? Because yeah. let's just assume you're actually never going to get it. Yeah. But it does come down to, you know, especially in our space, you'll see a lot of people with these kind of like status symbols. Like I have to have the car and I have the, you know, um, the beautiful, like the, the perfect relationship and I got the big mansion or whatever it is. And oftentimes, you know, asking yourself, like, is that truly how I feel affirmed? And they've actually shown in positive psychology research that oftentimes when we get these things, when we get the accolades or we win the race or we get the award or whatever, the number one emotion we feel is not happiness, but relief. Mm. It's like, okay. And it's fleeting. And then all of a sudden it's, okay, what's the next thing? Right. Oh, okay. I did this. And you know, I think there's something nice about striving, but at the end of the day, like you have to, to, like you said, on some level, really just affirm yourself. One of the ways, and I love that you brought that quote, cause I had a quote written down too. You've probably seen online, which is the more you love your decisions, the less you need others to. Mm-hmm. And I tried to like reverse engineer the times in which I feel the most affirmed or the most approved of or the most like just confident in my decisions. And it really is a result of having more experiences and more wins. So personally, like if I know that I'm good at a thing because I've just done it a lot and I'm, you know, I've had like mastery in that thing, whatever it is, I don't need the approval of other people because I know I'm good. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to get experience in that realm to then go, okay, I know I'm good. I don't need. So I asked myself like, okay, if I do find myself needing the approval or the affirmation of someone else, it's probably because I'm not solid in my own confidence or my own level of expertise or my own competency in that thing that I'm looking for someone to tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm an expert. Tell me I'm ready. Tell me I'm, you know, but if I, I feel those things innate, it's probably because I've had enough experiences, enough wins in that one area. Okay. So we have, we've mentioned recently, we have another sponsor, a new sponsor on the podcast, CBD for life, which I'm so excited about because one, you guys, these, the podcasts, it ain't free. It ain't free for us. It's free for you. <laughs> we have bills to pay with this podcast. Uh, but CBD for Life, uh, they wanted to partner with us. And Jill and I really only like to talk about products that we love and use and that have, you know, good companies. And this is a woman, um, a double woman owned company, mm-hmm. which I like. I feel like they might be the D- Danny and Jill of CBD. You know, I definitely love that it's a woman owned company. And I have to admit, like when um, I was seeing a lot of CBD stuff, you know, in our space and I was like, oh my God, this is the next like whatever, it, like fat burner. Like it just felt yeah. like it was everywhere. And I was super skeptical. Um, and then when they wanted to partner with us, obviously you and I were both like, okay, we want to try it first. So um, we ended up getting like a whole bunch of stuff. That's um, so great because they gave us everything from like, lotion to foot lotion to tinctures to like so all different ways roll on like you so you can put it on your skin you can take it orally like all this kind of stuff and I was pleasantly surprised that it like is not the placebo effect I was like that I was like oh my god people are just taking this and thinking it's I don't know like just I guess we're all supposed to think that it works it fixes um, everything and you know we always tell it to you guys straight like we wouldn't share something that wasn't working or that we didn't see a difference with um one of the things that I use the most is the tinctures 
Um, so for me, I will take that like throughout the day sometimes. And if I want to feel a little bit more relaxed at the end of the day, and I'm trying to maybe not drink wine or be a little bit healthier, <laughs> I will do a double dose of the tincture actually. So it's like one dropper full. Yep. I'll do two full ones of that, like right at the end of my work day. And it just does give you a little bit of a body high, like almost like having one single glass of wine, yeah, like which I really like. But for me, I did have to up the dose a little bit. Yeah. I agree with this. So if you guys want to try any of their products, go to cbdforlife.us and we always hook you up with the best discount. You're going to get 20% off if you use the best life at checkout. So check them out, cbdforlife.us. So y'all, we have another sponsor, Beekeepers Naturals, also sponsoring the podcast. Beekeepers Naturals is a product that you'll never guess where it comes from. Bees. (laughs) It's honey. It's propolis, which I had to look up how to say that. Um, It's just all of this fancy, um, really cool stuff that comes from bees and that gives you energy. And actually, I have a little story about this. Um, They sent us some product because we did want to try it before we even went on the podcast about it. And they sent this propolis spray. It's a throat spray, but Jill did not get it yet. They sent it to me because I wasn't so sure about you know, Jill and her packages. So I had them send it to me. And before we went on Christmas break, I was using it. It says like it's a good for travel and I'm traveling all the time. So it's like I was it's the number one signature product. Yes. Is their throat spray. The throat spray. So I was using it every single day. And I'm just going to say, Jill got sick. Jeff got sick. Danny J did not get sick. So I don't know what you want to take of that, but I'm just taking throw spray with me everywhere I go. So if you guys want to try it, um, go to beekeepersnaturals.com. And as always, we hook you up with a great discount. You will get 15% off of anything. I would say hook it up with this throat spray, especially it's still early in the year when those things are going around. Oh, yeah. And you'll get 15% off. And we thank them for sponsoring us. Amazing. I love that. There is, you know, I love that quote and I found another quote online, which I, which I really loved. Um, it is an amazing thing happens when you stop seeking approval and validation, you find it. People are naturally drawn like magnets to those who know who they are and cannot be shaken. So it's almost like as soon as you stop looking for it, then that's when people get it. Get it. Well, because that's attractive, you? right? Like, yeah. it, like when someone's just like, I know myself, I know my, and I'm like, I'm good. I don't need anybody. That's so attractive. People want to be around people like that. Yeah. People are drawn to and people who know what they want and know where, where they're going and how to get there. And sometimes it's a matter of, and I hate the quote, fake it till you make it, but sometimes it is a matter of just like, putting on like the outfit or the the feelings of the person you want to be and just trying to be that even though you're not that yet. And we talk about that like the as, as a principle, principle of just being that already, of trying to be the person who you want to be, of trying to just go, you know what? I don't care if, you know, uh, this person with 300,000 followers likes my stuff or I don't- Or this fun ca- person unfollows me. Yes, or- yes. It's so interesting too. Like we do it a lot with our peers or people yep. who- maybe feel more popular and we want to be in in that uh, kind of crowd or something like that. And I've found myself doing that when I was in LA. I remember just feeling like I'd see these groups and I'm like, why am I not being invited to those groups? And why, you know, why aren't I a part of that? And then I had to just realize like, that's not my, some of my people. And there's so many people out there. So I don't need to like focus on this one group of people that aren't my friends. And, and just recognize like, what, why was that so important to me and just do some self-reflection because maybe thinking that they're going to benefit my career. I don't know. Like you really ask yourself these questions. Do you think that being around someone is going to 
blow up your business because it's not like Jill and I were talking about this earlier. Like so many people think if they get a shout out by a certain celebrity or something or like everything's podcast, gonna, as yeah, a it's going to blow up, but it's not the case. So the best thing you could do is stay in your own lane and just really focus on serving your people, mm-hmm. doing what you do best, holding your head high, um, you know, dressing the way you want to dress. It's so funny too. Like we, we tend to think of teenagers like middle school right that's the time when they're trying to be like everyone else and trying to get everyone's approval but we're adults and we're still doing it Mm -hmm. we're just doing it a little different instead of the vans or whatever shoes are in style now it's the cars or it's whatever status symbol we're looking at at the point you know so I think we need to just go okay why why am I needing approval from these people what does my life really look like what do I want it to look like and how do I feel the best? And how can I be the most confident version of myself? And then it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. No, I love that you said that, you know, it's really attractive when people don't need approval because the opposite is true. Um, it's really unattractive when you feel like someone is constantly like, hey, 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 like acknowledge me, acknowledge me. You know, I'm, I'm doing good, right? And like they're constantly in your face. Like, and there's a respect factor there. You know, if I see someone who's doing really great work and does not need the approval, I'm like, fuck, I respect the fuck out of that. Like, that's something I'm just like, damn, there's just, it's so attractive. And the opposite is true. I actually lose respect for other people and myself even. Like when I find myself doing it, I'm like, what the fuck, Jill? You know, I don't like beat myself up about it, but I'm like, I notice it and I'm like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm just like, okay, focus on you. Like, do what you need to do for you. And like, why is that such a big deal to you? And it's like, and, and course correct as a result of that. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, we all seek validation sometimes. Yep. Maybe you're having a bad face day. So you want to put a good, photo of yourself online and get compliments. Sure. Cool. Do it. Do that once in a while. But if you find yourself doing that all the time, if you find yourself like constantly posting and then hovering and waiting for the likes to come in and getting upset when people don't comment like you want, or whether it's on your looks, whether it's on your achievements, it could be literally anything. If you're finding anxiety around that, like it's time to step back and go, okay, wait a second. What what am I looking for and why am I doing this? Yeah, you know what I really always think about when we think about like getting the likes and like all that kind of stuff and building, you know, having people just, you know, especially on the internet is that documentary watched American Meme. Remember oh, we watched yes. that? If you guys have not seen that, um, look it up. It's called American Meme, M-E-M-E. Um, and it's all about these kind of like Insta-famous. In- influencers. Yeah, influencers who like literally live and die by their following and their likes and stuff. And that was really scary to me. And, you know, I, I think I think one way that you can combat this, because I don't know that any of us ever don't need any affirmation, but diversify the ways in which you get affirmation. So if you find yourself like I was 10 years ago, only desiring affirmation from my body, right? It can't just be that because then I live and die by that one thing. So try to just diversify the ways that you can feel good. So is it like, okay, I'm making an impact in my business. I also am like cultivating a great relationship. I'm also, you know, staying healthy and going to the gym. Like what like multiple ways, I would say like three to five, six ways that you can start to feel affirmed in what you're doing. So that if one of them, like, let's just say, I don't know, let's say your business goes under, or let's say your relationship, this was huge for me. And I'm sure for Danny too, I had a lot of affirmation and I have a great relationship. I'm married, like whatever that means. And that went sideways. And I was like, fuck, who am I without the affirmation that I'm in a great relationship and my husband's really amazing. And you know, we're like this like couple goals. It's like, fuck, I don't have that anymore. So what else do I have in order to feel good? That is one of the best tips. Good job, Jill. I mean, that's so good because we can just 
need it from one thing and then focus on hyper focus on that and think that's the only thing we have and also feel like jealousy towards other people that are getting it. We're like, wait a second, you know, they're getting accolades and I'm not and I worked harder or I look better. And it just it eats you up and it can really cause this um, anxiety. It can cause just stress, trying to constantly stay on top, striving for other people. And one, we can never control anybody else's opinions. We cannot control what other people see us. We can try. We try to manipulate how people see us, but we ultimately can't. So you have to realize that you need to approve yourself. And that is the that is the ultimate thing. And I, you know, I have, a, and I think I've told this story, maybe I told it on the adoption episode, but I placed my daughter for adoption when I was 16 years old and a good portion of my life, I wanted to live so that like one day if she ever met me, she'd be really proud of me. And when she met me, I remember just thinking in that moment, like she was 18 years old. So I'm like, I have this teenager and I'm 35, if I do the math right, or so 35, 36. And, um, I'm sitting there with her and I just remember thinking this whole time, like my whole 18 years is built up to this. Like I want her to be proud of me. And I sat there and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking proud of me. And if she's not like, I'm not going to let an 18 year old's approval of me, like crush my life. And it was just this big, aha, like one of the biggest, um, moments in my life just to have that realization. And of course I absolutely hope she's proud of me, but, realizing that all the things I did, I was like, wow, I'm actually really proud of myself. And that was huge. And so I would love to give anybody that moment of just like having you sit and go, wait a second, I'm fucking proud of me. And if you can have that moment, so many things can change. And so if, if you can, even if that story can put you in my shoes to have you see how that felt, I would just love that for anyone. Because I think once you approve of yourself or you're proud of yourself, then it really doesn't matter. It's just a cherry on top when, yep. so, when someone gives you an accolade or someone tells you you're amazing or someone t- says you help them, but it you don't, it's almost like you don't take, you don't take negative stuff personally, but you also don't take positive stuff personally either. You're kind of like amazing. Awesome. Like you can be clinical with it. Okay. This is working. I'll do more of that, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't like make or break your day. Yeah. That last point is good. I think they, there's like some quote about don't believe your own press. Right. So you, we can take the high stuff, but then not the low. It's like, wait a second, if you're, you're going to take them both. So really like those criticisms, you don't want to beat you down completely. But also if you're waiting for those praises, then you're, you're literally, your emotions are on a roller coaster dependent on, on that. And that's just, you have to be able to decide for yourself whether you did a good job, bad job, and that should not be dependent on what someone else thinks of you. It needs to be determined how you put in your effort, your work, whatever it is, it should be based on that versus what someone else thinks because other people's opinions are just going to fluctuate and you can't live your life based on what other people are thinking of you. Mm. So love it. Good stuff. Well, um, we, we approve of all of you. And <laughs> we really, really would approve it. If you want to get our approval and be BFFs with us, yep. we would, <laughs> and be our besties for life, we would really love it if you leave a review and rating on the iTunes podcast thingamajig. And we would love if you would post in the Facebook group and say you listen to this episode and give us your thoughts. And you can find the Facebook group at thebestlifepodcast.com. Awesome. That's all I got. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.